Welcome back to Two on OSU. This is episode four. The football season is moving right along. I'm Sam Hutchins, joined by Ben Hutchins. He's joining me from the Boone Pickens Stadium press box or somewhere up there in the suite level where we just heard from Mike Gundy and talked to him in the press conference. So he broke down Arizona State. We'll break it down too, but you know, Ben, just bullet points. The Cowboys are 2-0. and Late night game, Cowboys were down at the half, but recovered to, to, to beat Arizona State pretty handily, I guess. It, it, was, it was semi-comfortable. So the Cowboys are 2-0. and What were your takeaways from that trip and what you saw from Oklahoma State? Yes, yeah, Sam, Cowboys win it 27-15. Am I allowed to say? I mean, it was a little boring. Um, as far as college football games go, you know, at the Division One level, uh, this one... This one was just kind of meh. Um, it is what I thought my initial takeaways, but maybe that's a good thing for the Cowboys, Sam, because meh means that you know n- nobody uh, had a terrible day at quarterback. Um, you know, I-, I think it was a uh, turnover free for the Cowboys, so um, that's exactly what they needed to get the job done to win. I think you know we've heard people talking about similarities to the 2021 season when the Cowboys just found a way to win these early season games. Um, and it later paved the way for something special to happen. So I think that was my first takeaway, Sam. It's it's just grinding out a win, 27-15. Not like we found out a super you know crazy thing or had this great revelation. Um, Cowboys just ground out a win. Yeah, that game kind of reminded me of Oklahoma State's 2021 game against Boise. But I, I would pump the brakes on maybe a, a complete comparison to the 2021 year. Really, all it is is the Cowboys have struggled against early season opponents, and they did that then. But in 2021, that was a defense with NFL guys everywhere and Spencer Sanders playing the best he'd ever had, and I think the best he ever would for as a Cowboy in 2021. So I don't know if that team maybe continues the, the, the track that the 2021 team went on where they just keep stacking wins, and then you look back and it's like, oh my gosh, this team – could play for a college football playoff. We'll see. But it, it was – you're right, Ben. There, there's not a play that I'll look back on in that Arizona State game and maybe even remember it at the end of the season. It, it was kind of a, a, a meh game. And that starts with the quarterbacks. I guess Dole is not always bad. All the Cowboys quarterbacks played well again, I thought. To me, it's getting to the point – I'm not so sure it matters. Bowman, Rangel, Gundy, I feel like they're all playing about the same – if you pick one, if you don't, I mean, as Gundy said in the press conference today, if you add all the quarterback stat lines up, it turns into one pretty solid quarterback outing. So for me, Ben, I'm just not sure it really matters that much who the Cowboys trot out there. It it does have that feel. I think that's a good call. Um, just, you know, for, for numbers sake, of course, Bowman had 113 yards on 11 completions. Rangel threw for 46 yards, he had six completions, and Gunnar Gundy completed five passes uh, for 32 yards. Uh, Garrett Rangel and Gunnar Gundy both threw for a touchdown. The thing that impressed me, um, or the thing that stood out to me from from Mike's comments today in the media availability, Sam, is that the quarterback's mental makeup has been great. He's been really pleased, I think, with the missed assignments, the missed reads, um, because there hasn't been a lot of it from all three of those guys, which to me, as someone who's you know, constantly thinking about splitting snaps and, you know, trying to 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 separate and, and to pull yourself ahead. That's pretty impressive, I think, Sam, to to not have, you know, many mental mistakes across the board with all three guys. 
Yeah, you're because you're working with one third of the reps that 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 a starter would get, or maybe a little a little more than that. But and Gundy even said that in his press conference just just a little while ago. He he said, "Hey, maybe the the he said the only downside, I guess, to splitting snaps is that you keep the playbook a little smaller, right? You, you don't you can't practice everything with, with one third of the time. But it's it's looked like Bowman and, and Rangel and, and Gundy are all pretty comfortable. So yeah, it's." It'll be more of the same against South Alabama. Gundy said he's not going to commit to the order just yet of, uh, you know, just keeping the line going. He he wants to practice all the guys, but I'd imagine all three play, and it really doesn't matter a whole lot to me. So, um, Ben, what else stood out to you from that game and what Gundy said on Monday? I think missed tackles um, are something that stood out to me. It's something that the Cowboys have have had a little problem with uh, these last couple weeks. Um, according to, to Pro Football Focus, OSU missed 16 tackles in uh, week one and 22 on Saturday against Arizona State. So, so certainly not, not what the Cowboys uh, want to see there. But Mike Gundy has a plan to fix it, he told us today. He's going to continue to tackle in, uh, in practice and continue to build up you know, those reps. Um, he says it's tough to go from an entire offseason where it's kind of tag off. I think that's like two-hand touch. Yeah. Um, to trying to get guys on the ground. I mean, Arizona State, that uh, that Wildcat they were running, sheesh, that was, that was nasty. That was, that nasty. was, that was, was that Scat Scatabo? Scatabo yeah. was a beast, man. I, I, Dude, I know. I almost wonder if it's too late. Like, can you even catch up? It's pretend it's like, all right, the, the Cowboys are going to start hitting hard in practice now. Can can you catch up from from playing tag off in the off season? Will this get better? So I, I'm expecting it will be. I mean, there's plenty of weeks left in the season to presumably hit hit harder. And I, it didn't sound like they're, they're going all the way to the ground. It's really more of the, the, the phrase I keep hearing is good thuds. So the, these players, they're, they're trying to get good thuds on people and I guess presumably, you know, not go all the way to the ground and, and risk energy, but wrap them up, hit, hit good thuds. And we'll see if that comes along as, as the Cowboys get more good thud practices in. But that's interesting. I do think the Cowboys will will correct this tackling issue. They got better at it in the second half. Really, I think it was Sam just one drive that like wow, Arizona State you know is just not going to the ground. So really, I think it was probably one drive that uh, makes that stat look really bad. Twenty two missed tackles. So I do expect it to improve um, on that end. I, I think the Cowboys will get better. Sam, one guy I wanted to bring up was uh, was Stribling, dude. He, yeah. I mean, it feels like early in the game. Um, he's the guy who, who everyone's looking for. And I wondered if that was just a, a Rangel thing in week one, but no, like Bowman came out, um, last week or against Arizona state and he was finding Stribling too. So I, I think Stribling has really impressed me with the way he starts games. Um, and, and I thought he looked great against the Sun Devils. To me, that tells me when the Cowboys are scripting plays on the scripted drive, Stribling is, is an early read a lot of the times. And to me, it's like, dude, Make him an early read more. He he's been great in my opinion. He he looks the part, and it, at first I thought maybe it was just Rangel who who had a great connection with him after that first game. But it seems to me like all, all these quarterbacks are comfortable throwing to Stribling, and yeah, I, I think he he could be a player as, as the season moves along. Where you look up and Stribling's leading this team in multiple receiving categories. He had uh, his first touchdown, I think, with the Cowboys. Um, he he got one with Arizona State. So we've talked about the quarterbacks. 
the wide receivers a little bit. That's that's been you know fairly good, fairly positive. Stripling but I had ten targets. My bad, man. I was just looking at the stats. Stripling had ten targets. Guess who was yeah. second? Presley. He had four. Bray had five. But no other Cowboy had more than five. And Stribling had ten targets. So he's he, he's being looked at early and often. He's jumping right in there. The transfer. I mean, Tay Martin did it too from, from Wazoo. Jumped right in. Um, yeah. Running backs. Uh, running the yeah. ball. You know, it's not just running backs. It's not just Ollie Gordon. It's not just Jaden Nixon. Um, offensive line factors in it too, Sam. But the main story everyone was talking about, you know, um, late night in Oklahoma at halftime was the Cowboys couldn't run the ball in the first half against Arizona State. What was going on there? Okay, so everyone's, everyone talks about that stat. Granted, the Cowboys have gotten sacked a, a few times, and I know that, that just factors in, in college football. So it's mm-hmm. not like every single designed running play had, account, had resulted in exactly zero yards when it was all squared up. But you're right. The, the running game, it, it was not good in the first half. And with the sacks, you know, it, it, it ended up being zero. So, so that's just cause for alarm everywhere. And, and Mike Gundy even said in this press conference, we've gotten away with not being able to run the ball in the first half twice, and our luck's going to dry up eventually. So you're exactly right to bring that up. And it needs to get better for the Cowboys. You can't look at, as the season goes along in the Big 12, you can't be one-dimensional early on. And you need to establish the running game early. And I think the Cowboys have the guys to do it. Every time I watch Ollie Gordon, it feels like he's breaking off a big one. Elijah Collins, he looked a lot better to me this week than last week. I I was impressed with Collins. And, um, yeah, it's it's like the Cowboys have been so great in the second half, and they keep talking about adjustments and moving things around. It's like, why would you not just just start with that? I'm sure that's what many people are saying. But I I know it's not that simple, but – the disparity between the first half and the second half is, is just odd to me, both games. I know. And, and we asked about it, of course, in week one. Um, and Sam, the reason there is, um, or the reason you know coaches kind of gave us to explain what is going on here is um, Oklahoma State, um, they, so I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. In, in week one, they said uh, they, it was a vanilla scheme, the first yeah. three quarters. And then OSU said, okay. We got to start opening up the playbook with our run games, do some different stuff, mix in some different looks. So they opened up the running playbook um, against Central Arkansas, and that led to, to the success there. So I, I was wondering, and I asked this as much um, in Arizona State, what was the difference in the second half in week two? And Sam, the answer there was they changed the running scheme. They changed the blocking scheme. They were going to more inside zone instead of outside zone to, to counter the, the linebacker coming over from Arizona State. So just schematic things, it's it's kind of odd. Some coaches say, look, second half adjustments, just that's just a thing that you guys in the media talk about. It's not really something that gets done in the locker room, but it seems to be kind of factoring in to the Cowboys' first two games here. So that's certainly going to be a storyline to follow. Yeah, yeah. Did any of the three running backs jump out to you, Ben, as, as, as a guy who should get more carries? Or do you kind of like the three-headed monster I mean, Ollie Gordon had nine carries, Nixon had seven, and Elijah Collins had eight. So right now it's been split pretty equal. Did anyone separate themselves in Tempe in your eyes? I think Ollie Gordon looked the best, just just for my eyes. And it took him a while to get his first touch, right? I think Nixon and Collins had touched the ball before Ollie Gordon did. But Ali, looking at the stats right here, he finished with uh, nine rushing attempts, which is more than the other two guys. 
So he ended up getting more, but it took him a while to get his work in. But I think Ollie Gordon was the most impressive, although none of the three guys have looked bad. Really, if you know, this is this is kind of a, a battle in itself. It's kind of overshadowed by what's going on at the quarterback position, Sam. But this running back battle is interesting to see shake out. The thing about the running back position is you can get three guys a significant amount of work, and that might be the best thing for the team long term yeah. because you keep everyone fresh, you keep everyone healthy. You don't have a situation like in 2021 when the Cowboys went to the Big 12 championship and Jalen Warren, who'd been carrying the team on the ground, is, is hurt and, and can't do it. So I think the, the three running back approach is, is something that the Cowboys can sustain, and I think it might benefit the team. Yeah, and it's like the Cowboys have pretty much always had multiple backs to go to even these past few years, so that's not abnormal. But yeah, I'm with you there. Hey, Ben, a, a thought I've had that I haven't been able to shake since, since the press conference, and I think this is maybe if we had to boil the press conference down to one sentence, this, this was what Mike Gundy was hammering, is he said he turned the question on us, all the media people asking questions. He said, well, on the quarter, as far as quarterbacks are concerned, who would you bench? Who are you looking in the eye and telling you have not played good enough to, to bench and someone else has taken your job. And in, in the walk-off interview where, you know, you don't always print everything that's that's said in the walk-off interview and maybe Mike Gundy can, can be a little more um, open or, or uh, blunt about, about some questions, but we the, the walk-off interview was kind of done and, and all the reporters were walking back down the hallway and Mike turns around and he says, so guys, uh, let me leave you with that. Again, who would you bench and tell, hey, Go, you know, call, call your dad, you know, whatever, call your parents. You're not the starter anymore. You, you, you've lost that job. You haven't played well enough, and someone else has taken that job. So I feel like in this age of, of transfer portals and, you know, you kind of have to keep everyone happy a little bit, I'm not so sure Mike Gundy will just decide a guy for the heck of it, right? If all three are playing well, maybe he, he just sticks with that if he sees – if he feels comfortable winning games with that formula, then maybe he just sticks with it. Everyone kind of assumes the Cowboys are just going to have to pick a guy for the heck of it. But I don't know if if, if that's the case anymore. I, that's just something that I haven't been able to shake since since Mike Gundy kind of turned around and, and asked all of us that, Ben. Yeah, I'm happy it was a rhetorical question because I don't have an answer for it. I And I don't think... Um, Mike talking about the transfer portal and trying to keep guys happy. Um, I don't think that's the main you know factor right now in the quarterback decision. I think the quarterback decision right now is all three guys are genuinely playing well enough to warrant playing time. I think the transfer portal thing Mike keeps bringing up, that can be applied to a lot of different other areas on the team, a lot of different other positions, where aside from the quarterbacks, the Cowboys are playing a bunch of guys. Mike hammered that in again today. They're playing a lot of guys. A lot of different players are seeing playing time. So I see that there. But from the quarterbacks, they're all playing well enough from what we see in games to warrant continued time. And I'm happy I don't have to answer that question because I don't have an answer. Another thing, how about Nardo? Through two games, maybe bird's eye view assessment, Ben, I've, I was really impressed leaving, uh, was it Mountain America Stadium? In Tempe, I was really impressed leaving that. That was a thought I had driving back. I'm like, man, Nardo, this defense has looked good. And the Cowboys, they had four fourth down stops 
ASU went one for five, and one of those stops was kind of a doesn't matter anyway at the very end of the game, just, just a formality. I wouldn't even pay attention in the press box, really. I, I missed it until I was looking at stats broadcast later. But it seems to me that, I mean, the Cowboys were, were great defensively yesterday, so I kind of poo-pooed the claims of maybe this is like 2021, but this defense, I, I, I was much more impressed with it week two than, than week one. I'll agree with that. I think the missed tackles is is the thing that kind of sticks into the front of everyone's mind. But but you brought up the the fourth down stops. You know that's 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 huge. That's where games change, and the Cowboys definitely changed the game with fourth down stops. They uh, of course you know have been creating some turnovers with, with the fumble in week one and all that stuff. So I've I've been impressed with Nardo. I think that it's a good sign for the Cowboys. He's uh, starting off strong. You know Jim Knowles. It, it took him. A uh, few years to to really get going, and we'll see what it looks like when the Big Twelve teams come to town. And yeah, y- but but Arizona State's a, a decent offense. Jaden hey, Rashada could play; he he could spin it. He could spin it. So agreed. I I think with the caveat that there's only been two weeks of sample size, I have been impressed with Nardo's defense, specifically in the second half against Arizona State. That's the strongest half of defense Oklahoma State's played this season. Hey, I checked Pro Football Focus. Guess which Oklahoma State player had the best Pro Football Focus grade on defense? Colin Oliver? Yes. Now, here's something. That's right. I think it jumped at the eye test, and Pro Football Focus kind of confirmed, hey, Oliver Oliver played really well. But what really interested me, Oliver got his highest grade ever in his career last night. And, oh, there's a fly getting bombed here so oklahoma state got its highest or uh oliver got his highest grade ever he he had i think the previous one was maybe 2021 against baylor i think i i looked earlier and he had, he had a great game then too but to me I, it just was like the the gundy said post game we moved to more of a four down front and got Oliver on the edge more and he caused mayhem back there. He, he had the, that forced fumble, I think seven total tackles. So that was just something that stuck out to me too, is maybe you put Oliver there a little more? Yeah, I, I think get Colin Oliver anywhere. Um, and Mike Gundy said he's, he's learning from playing in a defensive crouch on, on the front of the line with, with the idea of, of rushing the quarterback and leaning forward versus now he's learning to play a little bit more back on his heels and in a linebacker position, Kind of like an infielder looks, setting up to, to field the ground ball. So Colin Oliver's learning that, and he's he's done really well, as as you just said. Okay, well, I know we'll preview South Alabama later in the week. Gundy said they'll be the best team that Oklahoma State's played so far. So so that's interesting, and I think he's probably, probably right in that claim. But Ben, you want to sign us off? I can certainly do that. Thanks for joining us on 2 on OSU, Sam Hutchins and Ben Hutchins. Coming at you from the Cowboys press conference where we just talked to Mike Gundy. Join us next time. Thank you.